Hey, Matt. To prepare for today's movie, The Paganini Horror, I bought the Blu-ray and I've watched literally every single special feature. In an interview with the director, he says that the reason that this movie was so very true and so very historically accurate to the life and times of Niccolo Paganini was that it was originally supposed to be a biopic of Niccolo Paganini starring the Highlander's own Christopher Lambert. That's right. In that spirit, I thought it might be fun for us to come up with our own very incredibly true facts about Paganini that were also very, very true and real. That's perfect! I just got back from the library and I have a whole stack of books about Paganini. Wow, what a strange and helpful coincidence. I'll go first! The real reason Paganini was such a great violinist is that he had a conjoined twin brother under his shirt who would accompany him on a little tiny violin. Also, Nicola Paganini had uh, 437 mannequins, and he named each one. However, he named each one Tootie. Paganini's early life was the inspiration for the sitcom Full House. Um, Paganini actually stole Nikola Tesla's plans for an electronic force field, and he stole Tesla's plans for gullwing doors on cart. Paganini hated walking, so he traveled everywhere on a six-foot-high unicycle. The great Pagnini had a great party trick. Um, he used to entertain everybody by turning himself into a treble clef. Paganini had a violin made out of the true cross, and he used it to make vampires dance themselves to death. Uh, Nicola Pagnini, for all of his musical skill and intelligence, never, ever figured out how to read a clock. Paganini had a writer specifying that there weren't to be any brown M&Ms in his green room, and that was weird because they weren't invented until 80 years after he died. And my last fact about Nicola Pagnini is actually a confession, too. Um, Nicola Pagnini invented the Chud jokes. And uh, during our Chud episode, every Chud joke that I told, I bit from Pagnini. Crash! Okay, 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 okay. Sorry, Matt. All right. Uh, hi. Hi, Matt. How's it going? Hi, it's, it's going pretty good. Uh, hold on. Let me just finish my chapter here. I'm reading this, this uh, you know, Pagnini book. Oh, yes, of course. <laughs> I, I He's know. a very interesting character. Oh, my goodness. Uh, I think that you've learned an awful lot from this, uh, this biopic that we watched today. Yes. Uh, oh, my God. I'm sorry, Matt. This was my choice. Yeah, I know. I did not. Now, are you getting I... me back for picking a loan at Christmas? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, I'm going to say yes. Yes, then. yes. <laughs> now, now that I remember that, I'm definitely saying that that is your fault. And... I somehow blocked that from my memory. Yeah, I had forgotten Until all about now. that. Until now. This movie sucks. Oh, I'm yeah. so sorry. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this movie is so bad. Uh, I I watched it three times in preparation for this. I can't And I still it. have questions. And, and also, like, I probably only 75% watched it every one of those three watches because it just kept losing my attention. It's it's rough. It is super rough. And I maybe it's just because I've seen every Halloween too many times. I hate looking at Donald Pleasance without any facial hair. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it angers me. I feel like something's missing. <laughs> He definitely, I mean, he definitely looks like a, like some sort of like baby doll or something. Yeah, he does yeah. not, <laughs> he looks like a nude mole rat in yeah. this a little bit. Yeah. I love Donald Pleasance to death. Oh, me too. I, just, it's, I, I feel so weird whenever I see him without that iconic Loomis. Beard. And he's, I mean, and him without his voice in this, like mm. dubbed by some rando. 
That's so strange. There's so much strange about this fucking movie. Um, I I guess we just got to talk about it. I mean, that's what we're here to do. The only reason (laughs) I, the only reason that we're watching this is because Michelle bought this for me again, because this is, this is one of these heavy metal in air quotes. I know this is a, (laughs) this is a very, very, Oh yeah. They were, they were playing some heavy stuff. (laughs) They were head thrashing all around. Pit was opening up. They were moshing with the mannequins. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this, okay. So, so maybe heavy metal is an exaggeration. They definitely were playing a Bon Jovi song with different lyrics. Yeah. I mean, there's that at least. Whew. Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about this. (laughs) It was so catchy. I have, I had no recollection of how it went. Uh, I don't know what the lyrics were, but it sounded exactly like you give love a bad name. Oh, okay. Uh, like right down to the breaks. I didn't notice that. I, oh my! I'm not a rocker. I it was. <laughs> I never picked up on that at all. Oh. I saw another comment on the line saying that they ripped off Bon Jovi, but I never heard it. So so, so brutally. <laughs> so brutally. Okay. Um. Okay. So we start off, and there's one of the things that you at least get with a Luigi Cozy movie is you get at least a parody. Of that traditional fun Italian shit, you know, like all the funny lights and all the weird drapery and all that stuff. In this, it is almost as though you hired a, like a team of 10-year-olds to remake a Dario Argento movie. Yes. It's not only is the lighting terrible, like it's just a really weak version of that fun Argento lighting. The draping is pathetic. Like, every one of those hallways has, like, bunting, but it's all, yeah. like, wrapped up and stuck to the wall, and it's, like, kind of random. I love, too, on the back of the box, too, it says, uh, with lighting inspired by Dario Argento. <laughs> oh, oh, inspired. That's the name for it. That All that red and blue lighting you have. It, yes. It's inspired by. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Not oh, copied by. Oh, 100%. That Not was co- inspired. Yes. It's very, a, ho- it's very a homage insp- lighting. Very inspiring. Everything everything Cozy does is inspired by somebody. <laughs> yes, he's, he's, he's a very... Uh, uh, he's full of inspiration. He's man. Full of inspiration. <laughs> um, okay, so we get uh, we get this B roll of like spooky location in Venice. It's not even spooky. It's just like watching a girl go home from school. I, like, I actually really the like, music's cool. The music. So the music in this movie is cool. It definitely sets you up to feel like you're gonna get a great Italian horror mm-hmm. movie. You're like you're set up with that feeling. The shots are really grainy and blurry in the beginning, so they don't even look that good. Yeah, but. Oh, 10 year olds. Well, again, you know, he didn't know how to use the camera. So <laughs> some child walks the streets with a violin case, gets into a gondola. So at least we know we're in Venice now. Yep. That's important. Uh, not the, really. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, but, you know, there's, cl- there's no canal chase later on that this is setting the scene for. <laughs> I wish there were. <laughs> Quick, bank to the fjord. <laughs> there's always a fjord. <laughs> night boat uh so that's we got to get one simpsons reference oh thanks for, for turning me on to the simpsons lab i like that page oh nice <laughs> awesome uh yes check out simpsons lab on instagram uh anyway uh so she gets out of the gondola and i, I guess she's going home yes so she goes to this she is going to the the titular well not titular it's not in the title but the mansion of the movie where most things take place sure it's so that, that's weird, a plot though. twist at the end there's i mean the plot twist at the beginning too uh so she goes to her room to practice violin uh she's practicing a pagnini uh score my goodness 
so and she has again with the uh, the weirdness of the like the set deck and everything in this like her room is odd like she has a weird looking little kid room um so she's like she stops playing and goes to hang out with her not uh naked bath taking mother she goes to hang out with her mother in the completely red bathroom yeah and um <laughs> this part bothered me so she sits down on the tub and starts hair drying with an electric hair dryer her doll and her mom's just like laying there with like a mud pack on her face like you go like dude if your kid's playing with a hair dryer <laughs> sitting on the edge of the tub wouldn't you maybe be like ah she she set up a a little table three inches from the bathtub to put her hair dryer on in the first place like that thing was there was a little hair dryer table specifically i like the camera goes to that and i'm like oh shit yeah <laughs> like oh boy there we are i think we know where this is heading but i just couldn't believe the mom wouldn't be like um can you not do that so close to the tub dear please nope nope she's got a the the little girl has a doll that looks like a like skeleton of ziggy stardust or something it's like <laughs> It, later we find out that it's what Paganini looks like. He apparently Paganini has a big skull skull mask, and he he kind of resembles a uh, Blade from Puppet Master. He looks a lot like Blade from Puppet Master. Yeah. Um. So she does, of course, dunk the hair dryer in the you know shocker. She no pun intended. Shocker. The, uh, uh. Yeah, and then the mom gets shocked, and and they kind of I feel ruin the scene a little bit with their cornball electric effects. You know, they could have just played the electric sound, and the mother could, you know, convulse. But know, they added I, the stupid ass <laughs> blue cartoon lines everywhere. <laughs> and uh, and then we see the the girl's face, and she and she gets that slow evil kid smile yeah she's pretty cool i liked her um (laughs) i did actually uh listen to the like commentary there isn't like real commentary but there's like there's an interview with cozy at the end Mm -hmm. and listening to him talk about the special effects might have been one of my favorite things (laughs) ever he's like you wouldn't believe it it's like uh we just it's just a cartoon it's like a like a regular cartoon oh, to make no. these electrical effects. And you everybody's know wondering how we do it. Everyone was wondering how we do it. You know, later on when the person gets their face smushed, you know that was just a pane of glass in their. <laughs> what? <laughs> he literally. That was literally. And, and he, him and, and, that's when you switch into bad Santa mode. You're just like, are you fucking with me, kid? <laughs> <laughs> I can't tell if you're putting. Are you, are you playing an Andy Kaufman card that here? Was, or are that you, was like, my being question. Legit? Like, I definitely. There are <laughs> real moments with Cozy where you're like, is he, is he just completely unaware? Yeah. Or is he like fucking with me? Mm. Uh, whatever. It felt like he was fucking with me though. Yeah. Because he, he definitely, he definitely said no. It was really just a piece of glass that pushed into her face. <laughs> Or like at the end where she's putting the girl in the cello case, and I'm like, she's not going to fit in there. Oh, oh, they just closed the door with her in it without us seeing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, okay. Oh, God. I guess she did fit in there. I'll, I'll take I'll take Peggy's word for it. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot that ending. What a, oh, my, ah. Okay, so, um, so, so whatever. She's she's dead and she's got like the jam face and whatever we get a hard smash to that band playing you give love a bad name only with different lyrics (laughs) and 
the singer is so awkward. She is so awkward. She does this move with her head that's like, it kind of cocks back and she looks like she's kind of having a little fit or something. <laughs> and it's like, oh, but luckily Cozy's smart enough to only show their butts for like literally 70% of the shots. Yeah. So, that was the inspiration for Joel Schumacher. It's Batman's. <laughs> yes. Uh, so they've made it to the studio and this... This is also flash forward in time, too. Yes. This is, <laughs> this is like 20 years forward or so, so. So this producer, this woman who's sitting behind here just yelling at them and She's berating them. She's not impressed. She, so they got into the studio with this song, mm-hmm. and this is the first time their producer has ever heard it, is what we're led to believe. I think so, or? That's crazy. Either way, she doesn't like it. It's, she, bu- it's a bullshit song. It's, it's not going to sell. bullshit. Yeah. It's yeah. unoriginal. It is. It, 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 apparently, it very much is unoriginal. <laughs> That's fair. Um, and this is a trend in Italian movies with bands in them. Oh, really? Like, I don't watch a lot of Italian movies, so I'm not... It's funny. I've seen probably six or seven that I can think of that if it has a movie in it, like, you know, uh, like Pod People or like any of these things where they, like it starts out and they're like, ah, the sound is all fucked up. We're going to need to take a break. You guys all suck. You <laughs> know, I'm the head of this band and I think that you're all garbage. So we're going to move on and we're going to do something else. And then, like, that's where it starts off from. And this is, like... It Same just feel, deal. Yeah, it just feels like a theme. Like, I'm going movies. to talk to my producer who told us to stop because I think we're doing just fine. Yeah. No, they've lost <laughs> their touch, man. You've they lost need, it, man. We need to find something mind-blowing and sensational, I used to sell millions says. of records. Well, you're not even going to sell a thousand with this one. Yep. So... Daniel realizes that she's a lost cause and she's never going to be able to write her own song. And so he does what any sensible drummer would do. He stuffs a duffel bag full of cash and heads out to find Donald Pleasance to purchase the Paganini piece that apparently was never published was because something from the 19th century would translate great into an 80s pop hit. How does the drum... Does the drummer and, for and some shitty pop band know about have this money? A black market Paganini, a black market shit. devil. Really, we're we're kind of led to believe that he's the devil, right? <laughs> he is. He's a very Mister Magoo devil, though. Yeah, I mean, like, at the, the end, he says he's got a thousand names or maybe no name at all. The combo for the briefcase is is six six six. Just imagine, like. If he had been revealed as the devil right out of the gate, how he behaves holding the holding that bag yeah. and like chuckling <laughs> and he's petting it. You are not the fucking devil. Come What's on. in the bag? My travel pitchfork. <laughs> it folds up. He's so he's so simple in all I don't, those actually, scenes. Actually, I don't. Is he the devil or did he say that he was working for the devil? I, I, thought, I, think, I think he I think he implies he's the devil at the end. Okay, that's what I thought, but I think at one part he mentioned that I don't he's know. throw he's throwing the demons, the money in the air, so the other people can yes. spend something, and then the the curse can do its thing for the master. I think he says or something. Yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously <laughs> the dialogue is nonsensical. Everything is nonsensical. Um, but he heads over to to find Donald Pleasance in this burned out building, and. Uh, and Donald Pleasance is being dubbed by the same guy that dubbed Pee Wee Herman in the Pee Wee's Big Adventure <laughs> movie inside a movie. Hi, I'm Donald Pleasance, <laughs> yeah. paging Donald Pleasance. Um, and so 
it, that's hard to watch. <laughs> that's really hard to watch. <laughs> Telephone call for Mr. Herman. <laughs> <laughs> so he he gets this thing. He un he un buckles the briefcase, whatever you say, unclasps the briefcase, and takes out a piece of sheet music that has been sealed with sealing wax. It has never been opened before. It's, it's sealed by Pagnini himself. And he just cracks that shit open right yeah, there. Shit, he needs to see those notes, man. <laughs> He's a drummer. He can't read them anyway. <laughs> uh, Self-depreciating <laughs> drummer yeah. joke. Boom. <laughs> so, <laughs> it gets a cool little, little uh, musical sting there. That's how spooky the music is. And, and then I guess he brings that shit to a Kinko's and gets it printed out on some dot matrix paper for his piano. <laughs> that's not a bad idea. No, I would, no, no, no. I agree. Like, it's, it's it's weird that this is like, so I don't know if he translates this into a piano piece or what's going on, but, you know, Paganini not really known for his piano pieces. Um, so He's a drummer. He's he, he, They're really can, great at arranging they scores. Can, they can arrange almost anything. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's when he plays it, it sounds like the ending of Layla, the Derek and the Dominoes song. So, you know, take your word not, for it. not bad, <laughs> but not exactly brilliant. Uh, it was a I thought it was a cool piano piece yeah, that he played. It was cool. Uh, so it turns out it was a secret piece of music written for a secret sect. And Paganini sold his soul for fame and wealth. Um, they're going to turn it into some sort of. Michael Jackson's thriller type video immersive experience and call it the Paganini, Paganini horror. horror titular line. <laughs> and how did this drummer know about this secret piece of music? We don't care. We don't care. Yep. Uh, moving on. <laughs> moving on. I Yeah, and I love the I love the the line here. It will be unlike anything except for Michael Jackson and his amazing video clip. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's good stuff. Uh, so they're going to go to a spooky house that'll scare you just by going to it. Yeah, they had the, this house all picked yeah. out, booted, and uh, budgeted for and everything. Yeah. They work fast. That's amazing. I mean, how did that all work out? What if it had been some other house? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how they arranged all this to work together. The but devil it just arranged did. it all to work together. I'm sure, I'm sure the devil's good at that stuff. <laughs> so... Little demons, little demons. <laughs> little demons. So now we get a, a dude in the same mask as the doll from the intro. And he's wandering around that same house from the beginning with a violin. And it's like, okay, this is the video. We get it. And, you know, no, it, took me, it, it took me by surprise. <laughs> so it, it kind of took me. I, I'm glad it took me by surprise because I didn't realize they were shooting the horror video first, and I thought this was actually the first kill. He's just like, "Hello, hey, come to me," and I was just like, "Oh my god, this is so cheeseball." <laughs> and then once it was like cut, I was like, "Oh okay." And uh, I also love the guy shooting with the camera. Like he gets so close to their face. Like there's no way that camera's picking up nothing but like a dark blur. Yeah. Like there's close ups and then there's I mean that camera was like an inch from their noses when they were yeah. recording. Yeah, I I was I was really interested in this when they when they started I was like, "Oh, thank God, this is the video because the violin with the knife in it is so stupid. It can't be the thing that he kills people with. So thank God that's not it. Oh fuck. It is. <laughs> it is. <laughs> So he has a gold violin, a la Devil Went Down to Georgia prize. This is where um, Charlie Daniels stole it from. That's, it all makes sense. And 
so or I'm sorry, he was inspired by he it. He was inspired by Luigi Cozy, like so many people. So many people were inspired by this movie. Oh my god. So this is there's so much fire hazard in this movie too. There's just <laughs> candles like just willy nilly all over the place. Are you OSHA now? Oh well, I mean, <laughs> they're hanging like bunting over all of this stuff in an old shitty. Yeah, the bunting's like at least a foot over the flame. It's fine. <laughs> it's yeah, fine. And it's secured by scotch tape. It's yeah. gonna be great. Um, <laughs> so, all right. So she's the the video is essentially she's in a house and she follows this dude hilariously overplaying a violin into the shadows. She goes down the stairs. There's, you know, we see all this bunting for the first time and this creepy hallway and blah, blah, blah. Music stops and Paganini calls to Kate through a door. There's so many candles. Oh my God. There's a gold violin and a piece of sheet music on top of a coffin. Oh, it's Nicola Paganini's coffin. He's a back. Uh, and oh, that wasn't a piece of sheet music. It was Satan's contract with Paganini. And she reads it and he stabs her with the, <laughs> the stupid thing. Oh boy. So, I just want a, a little minor complaint here. Uh, being that I play music myself too, as do you. Yes. You can tell nobody took so a, nobody took a second of like, just not. I'm not saying they needed to learn how to play guitar, but learn how to look like you're playing guitar. <laughs> oh, that. That's yes. what. I was, like, you know, that girl playing bass was just like banging the bass, all four strings, all at the same time with her hand, like. <laughs> When it was a bass, it should be going boom, 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 boom. She's like stroking it slowly with an open hand. Uh, I think like, no, they... nobody that played music in this, like except for the person that played that one piano, yeah, looked convincing. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, none of the guitar player, bassist, anything. No. I and think they when just they're shooting the video with the full band. The we're not even, there's not even a drummer there. What, what the, the fuck? What is going on? I there? know the drummer always gets shit on, but like, man, he wasn't even allowed in the scene. <laughs> he wasn't even allowed there. It's insane. He was. Uh, I I didn't understand this. So they were when the when the bass player disappears, mm -hmm. they're like, "What are we gonna do? Yeah. We can't do this thing without the bass player in the scenes. <laughs> You've been fucking doing this without a drummer yeah. this whole fucking time." Nah, whatever. Doesn't matter. And they had the the worst part was that it wasn't just like one of those music video things where they're like ignore everybody who's not super hot kind of thing. Yep. Um, they had a drum set there that yeah, yeah, was yeah, yeah, empty. Yeah. yeah. It's not like it's not a missing drummer. There's a empty drum <laughs> set. An empty yeah. Drum set. I would understand if there was no drum set because because it, it was an all girl band save for the drummer. So maybe they just want the girls in the video. Yeah. Right. Worse than that, it turns out that they had him on set. He was just running the fog machine. Like when you look, when they pan over, he's holding the fog machine. They thought that the fog was more important. That's, that's how much they that's think. Drum of, life, bro. Oh my God. As a drummer, that really, that hurt. I, yeah, I feel that. It's gonna, one thing to not carry my shit with gonna me. What's going to happen to you next B show? <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, what we started without you because we, we didn't even. Oh, we didn't even notice you weren't here. Oh shit, you're here. Um, can you go to the car and get, get the, the fog, fog machine? machine. <laughs> uh, hey, it's lighter than lugging your drums in. You know what? We're looking out for you, Tristan. That's that's probably true. Uh, so this <laughs> this is another great like invention of this movie where they say that Paganini killed his wife and strung his violin with her intestines. Oh, Can, I missed that line. Yeah. 
can you imagine how low that would be? <laughs> like, I mean, human intestines. I get cat intestines that they strung them with. That depends on how I guess thin you, you cut them. Maybe if you stretch them. Stretch them and cut thin? Hmm, maybe. I've never strung a guitar with intestines, so I wouldn't know. You know, I haven't either. I should probably do might that. Might be a fun weekend project. <laughs> it might be. Uh, so Donald floats down the canal, hugging his bag of money, <laughs> looking like he just loves it so very much. And uh, what... <laughs> He doesn't look like he knows what movie he's in at no. this point, uh, and I don't think I don't think he does. I don't think anybody spoke English on set, and I think they were just like, "Do something here, here, bag, hold, bag," <laughs> and they went, "Okay, cool, go." Um, he climbs to the top of this church, takes the cash out of the bag, and has the most amazing scene of the whole movie. Yeah, it is. It is, and and you can watch it out of context, and it's just fun and weird. <laughs> it's the dumbest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. But it's beautiful. Uh, it's just him throwing money out of the duffel bag off the roof of the church, saying, "Go, go, all you little demons! Oh, little demons! Little demons! Go, little demons! Little demons! Fly away, little demons, so you can be replaced by real ones, <laughs> and then they can go and to the house of Pagnini and make." Everything goes circle back around again for the the, the grandmaster. Yeah. Uh, so he does that. I don't. Whatever. Now, now we got the whole plot filled in. That's that's essentially the plot. Uh, <laughs> we go back to the. <laughs> we go back to more videos for the band. They this, get tired. Oh, but this is this is the the devil mask, which I kind of love. Oh yeah, that was cool. <laughs> like it totally reminded me of some. Uh, I've seen that mask in something else, or or it got a vibe like I've seen that mask being worn by some somebody and somebody else. I agree, but like I couldn't. It place reminded it. me of something. Yeah, I couldn't figure it's that still, out. It's still eating at my brain. I'm go. I'm go. I'll figure it out. Okay. Um. So, it's. Oh, also, I would kill for a printout of the lyrics to this song. This was the second song yep. that they did for this, and it felt like it was just. 100% like just garbage lyrics like they were just like throwing words at a wall like someone I like who, the melody of it though it, it was a neat it's a neat song it's that the actually same, wasn't it's, bad it's based off the piano song they were yeah. playing earlier yeah it's a cool that one wasn't melody. bad yeah. but it was like I remember I remember the line I'll be sailing for my own ride and my brain just pulled that around in circles and I was like what does I'll be pulling for my own ride yeah it's like do you want to ride to the movie theater and you're like no I'm going to take my sailboat I'm going to sail my own ride <laughs> that's right I'll be totally sailing for my own ride that's what it was I'll yeah. be sailing for my own ride that totally makes sense. Ooh, wow. It's poetry, baby. It really is. So back at the dressing room, the bass player is going to stay behind to, since they just got done shooting, she needs to put on her makeup, um, <laughs> obviously. Fog machine blows into the room and Paganini shows up. He's got his switchblade violin. Oh, but oh, we f- failed to mention the first time we saw Paganini, it was uh, actor. Right, it was an actor. So she thinks that this is actor Paganini. Yeah. Oh, she got surprised. <laughs> she does, and uh, he's like sneaking up with this with this knife of violin, and there's this <laughs> a pretty decent scene of him like touching it to her bare stomach, and my wife, who is not a pun person, in the least, screams at the top of her lungs. It's a stab of various. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that is good. Damn it, that's really good. <laughs> that is like, good. That is so not her thing. And I was like, wow. I do not know where that came from, but congratulations. This movie was also a big inspiration to Robert Rodriguez when he was shooting um, Desperado. 
Yeah, it's so true. I mean, this movie inspired everybody. Oh, my God. So <laughs> that was that effect was garbage, too, as well. Just <laughs> just have to say what her getting stabbed. Was oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So nothing. There was nothing to that. Now they're missing a bass player. And again, it's a total wannabe giallo. Yeah. Argento thing. Right, only exactly. Done on a super only soft just, scale. Yeah. Like done by high school kids yep. for a like for a theater project. <laughs> It's okay. So <laughs> the the disrespect that is shown to the drummer is then repeated with disrespect to the bass player <laughs> when they're like, "What are we going to do? We can't shoot this without a bass player." And they're like, "We've got a bunch of mannequins." Yeah. <laughs> can uh can I, can I bring my sticks in and drum a little bit for it? No, no. no. Get, get the get the mannequin <laughs> mannequin orchestra, they said. We'll have a whole orchestra full of mannequins. Just Okay, what orchestra is this? They have no instruments to, like, place with the mannequins. And the mannequins are just, they're not even, like, people mannequins. They're just, like, uh, dress dummies. No, this is, I mean, listen, like they said. I don't know what you call those things. This is a John Landis-level production. This is Thriller. Remember, they are trying to do the next thriller. Oh, yeah. And that is that is the level of production quality that they are trying to pretend that they have here. And their idea is, I don't know, get a mannequin maybe? And just like Landis's production of Thriller, um, they also had a crew of just three. <laughs> a crew of three. <laughs> and one of them looks just like uh, Adam Conover from Adam Ruins Everything. Like, so much, it was driving me nuts. <laughs> <laughs> You should watch it. It's a delightful show. It's on <laughs> Netflix. It's very fun. Uh, anyway, uh, okay. So, um, so Rita is the bass player, right? Sure. Sure. Okay. Uh, and now Rita is haunting the guy who's playing the fake Paganini. Ugh. Her ghost is now. <laughs> The scene is so in so many things. Oh, it's come to me, and yeah. she walks through the hallway, and dude, just and then we, we just kind of have to follow dude as he walks through the house yep. for a few minutes before we, you know he's gonna get killed. Yeah, and he gets killed like super boring too. It, I, I mean, it's off screen, isn't it? it yeah, it's, he yeah. He walks around the hallway, and it's like, oh, you hear the sound, and then you see him just fall on the ground. He gets killed. Confusing. <laughs> he's like, he's walking through this place, and then he's like, oh. A glowing hourglass. Oh, that's right. <laughs> he touches it and he turns to dust. That's right. And that's it. <laughs> that's what Satan had planned as a punishment for him. Touching something and turning to dust. <laughs> wow. Don't touch glowing hourglasses. Clearly the houses. master of torture, yeah. Satan. Good <laughs> good going <laughs> there. Uh, anyway, so... Now they're all looking for... Now everybody's out looking for the two missing people. Uh, and the guitar player is still wearing the most insane piece of clothing. She didn't even put on a shawl. Is this the, the pink spandex? It's that pink with spandex holes with it. holes yep. all through it. Yeah, I like that outfit. <laughs> it's good stuff. But, you know, you'd think that she'd, like, put on a sweater or something to go out and look for her missing <laughs> friends. So it, it's a wonderfully asynchronous looking thing. Where it's, you're like just the, like, it's like the horror movies where they're in the bikini. And you're right. just like, that girl would put on a shirt by now. <laughs> no, this movie knows its audience. Yeah. Just just have her walk around sexy all the time. Exactly. Yep. I was shocked at the lack of nudity in this. Oh, it yeah. I kind of blew my mind. It kind of made me sad. Yeah. It was very <laughs> odd. Um, now... As they're looking around, there were a bunch of barking dogs outside, and they're like, oh, what is that? I was like, 
what are they? Like, they didn't figure into anything. We never saw a dog. Deleted scene, maybe? Or... I don't think so. Maybe they tried leaving and the dog is barked him back in at some scene that they cut, maybe? <laughs> Who knows? Yeah. Um, That's something that this movie does have going for it is it's, uh, it's a brisk buck 20. Yeah. Like, you're in and out of it. Yeah. And, and, and hour and 20 minute long movies are, that's my ideal yes, length. Yes, I agree. I love hour 20 movies. They're fast. Yep. Except this one. Feels like it's three fucking hours. <laughs> it feels like it's three hours long. Um, <laughs> this movie had a bunch of stuff cut that was kind of cool. I saw the I watched the deleted scenes mm-hmm. and Luigi Cozy like pulled in a bunch of shit from the shitty Hercules movies that he made. Yep. Because he wanted to make this more of a cosmic horror. And so when they're going when they're all like screaming and they're like covering their ears from mm-hmm. the sound that's in the place, it was cutting to planets aligning and like cosmic things as though this was a music of the spheres kind of thing. Yeah. It, well, was kinda, neat. it was kind of neat. It was kind of neat. And uh, the other, the producer was like, no, cut that. Stop, <laughs> stop taking shit from your other movies. <laughs> <laughs> Which I, I totally get because it's such a cheesy thing to do. Yeah. Um, it okay. inspired Roger Corman. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> the manager takes them to this room with all this, again, He's going for something here with all the math and the there's a picture of Albert Einstein on the wall and <laughs> which is I mean it's techno babble it's garbage <laughs> yeah it's like there's e equals mc square is written yeah. on the wall <laughs> it's like music is just like math i mean there's five bars and like seven notes and like the the divide by the, the the cosmic divisiveness yeah you know Coca-Cola is just like mathematics. There's one cup of sugar and two ounces of water. And fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> whatever. But they see this weird pile of ash. And one of them is like, Daniel was in that vague shape. It's it's a it's a shape of a body. And it's still warm. And here's a ring he was wearing. I guess Daniel turned into dust. Yep. And then uh, the floor breaks. And she falls through the floor. Yep. Kate falls into the floor. Kate is our, our main our main character. She's yep. the lead singer of the band. She falls into the into the floor, and then that dude who looks like Adam Conover gets electrocuted trying to grab her. Yeah, we're I love that we never have a, a shot of her in the hole. Like she falls down, but then it's like, hold my arm while I go reach down into this. And all of a sudden it's just like she grabs his arm. Like, where is she? Was she hanging from the floor? Was she? Is that a tiny, she, tiny room? Is it a tiny, there? tiny hole? Like, how did she reach his hand? <laughs> I don't know. But either way, whatever reaches his hand electrocutes him. Yeah. And uh, and he gets like a big burn all over it, and crazy green mist comes out of the hole, <laughs> and some crazy horrible noises that make them all think they're going insane. And they are. Ah, they're holding they their run. ears. Um, and they run. Yep. Camera spins. Gets weird. They all leave the room and abandon Kate in the hole. So, hi Kate. And then we, there's clearly a missing scene here because we basically smash cut to uh, Kate outside. Yeah, to Mark and the guitarist, whatever her name is, in the car, driving off. That was cool. It was cool. They hit an invisible wall and explode. And uh, the effect looked pretty neat. Uh, when the front of the car got hit too, I thought. Hmm. That was actually one of the better pieces of this of this thing. Unfortunately, it wasn't complete. Like no. you, you saw the car get crunched 
by the invisible wall, and that looked pretty cool. But then it just did this cut to the car on fire, and like the the, the, the man dummy. through the windshield. Like, man, if you if you had seen that if you had seen that hood crumple and dude fly through the windshield when that happened, that would have looked really cool. That dummy. I love the fact that the dummy basically explodes into flames, and then the the guitar player is like, "Huh, I, I guess I should get out." Yeah. Like, what, what were you doing that he wasn't? Yeah. How come Buck, he's she's buckled up? She maybe that was it. <laughs> Uh, so the devil spares you if you care about safety. Oh, that's so nice. That's one of his things. Yeah, I I especially really enjoyed the moment. Uh, so they all get back. The guitar player runs back. She's with everybody. They're all kind of standing in a little line, looking at the burning car. And we get this close up on the car and the burning corpse that is in the passengers or on the passenger side hood, <laughs> and he is just like. He's a matchstick on fire. Yeah. And she's like, we should go save him. (laughs) Stop, drop, and roll, corpse. (laughs) It's not going to help. He looks like a fish stick that's been in the deep fryer for a month. He's not coming back, girl. I I appreciate your optimism. Yeah. But he's not. I mean, yeah. No, he's going to be. Yeah, he's he's dead. Uh, anyway, Kate screams again, but she's upstairs now. What? What? The guitarist realizes she has Christmas cookie mold growing on her hand. It's like, it looks like it looks like sugar sprinkles and and green frosting. Yeah, this whole thing was weird. This fungus. Oh my god! Plotline. Like what? They. Okay, so here's the deal. Here's my my theory. Okay, Luigi Cozy. Not a smart guy. Mm-hmm. He learns five facts about Paganini and one fact about a Stradivarius. Mm-hmm. And he puts every single one of them in this movie as major plot points. Like he did like a second grade level biography of Paganini. <laughs> and that's what he got out of it. He found out that there was a fungus that made a Stradivarius sound the right way because it grew on this specific piece of wood. And then... Somehow he was like, "Well, how about I change that?" And it grows on a specific piece uh, of girl. Uh-huh. <laughs> Perfect. Now it's murder fungus. Yeah. No one ever said that that was a deadly fungus. It's just a fucking fungus that grows on a tree. Ooh, murder fungus sounds like a cool movie. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Still want to make Doggo Murder House. <laughs> I I still really want you to make Doggo Murder yeah. House. Um. Okay. So. Uh, Everybody's looking for Kate in different rooms. The lady who I don't know what she does in the band yeah. goes upstairs. <laughs> is that Sylvia? No. Who it's, is no, Sylvia? Sylvia? Who the fuck is Sylvia? She popped up at the end. It's Sylvia's the manager. She's the the mean jerk. That is her. Okay. But there's another blonde lady who's right. What the fuck does she do? Okay, so I'm not. I'm not no, alone. Okay. No, she's just some rando. I like I don't even remember if she was in the beginning of the movie. It's possible she just showed up now. I, I don't remember like none of these characters are memorable. And she wasn't the enough. angry recording. No, 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 that's with Sylvia. With different hair. That's Sil- but they call her Sylvia at the end when the the plot twist girl shows up. Is hmm. that her blonde hair now? I Maybe. Tell. Hold on. I might have those names somewhere later on in here once I start figuring them out. <laughs> um, let's see. All right, Because I whatever. didn't recognize the girl at the end at all. She's just like, Sylvia, I thought you were dead. And it's like, I've never seen this woman before. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, I don't know. Oh, whatever. So 
now we get um we get daniel doing the gender reversal of the the scene from before with the sexy lady calling to daniel uh, now he's outside sexily calling for this random lady that we don't know who she is, but she's blonde. Uh, and she runs after him. He's out in the garden. She gets out there and she's like, she sees Kate in a half empty pool. Mm-hmm. This feels like another one of these scenes that was like, did you mean for this to be what you recorded or not? Like, it doesn't feel like, like, it feels like she, he should have gone outside and or she should have seen something else. Mm-hmm. But then there's this pool that we don't have any spatial relation to. We don't know where that pool is in the world. Yep. It, uh, whatever. This, so this, she, this is another part where I lost my attention, like, every time I was trying to watch this movie. So it just turns out that Kate is alive and well and in a half-empty swimming pool. Well, good for her. Yeah, it's fine. I guess she got out of the... Hole. Yeah, she did. Uh, and the climbed, hole comes out in the pool. It, yeah, That's how it happens. It drains into the pool with a giant hole. Uh, so Kate now drops this bomb on everybody that the house may be haunted. Yep. Uh, it's got a reputation. <laughs> yes. She knows us and didn't feel like sharing it with anybody till now. Yep. Uh, she, she leaves the room, runs around screaming. <laughs> we see the manager... Uh, who looks at that picture of Einstein and the E equals MC square graffiti. And then she runs around screaming. Uh, Paganini finds her wandering down a hall. She meets the other two girls. Uh, They follow a toxic goop trail, which was really fun. We know where this is going, but it was actually pretty gross and Mm -hmm. kind of awesome. Um, They have just (laughs) gross green slime leading up the stairs fungus slime the fungus slime and uh didn't they hear somebody having sex or so i thought <laughs> but it was actually just fungus girl <laughs> in pain yes uh, I, I i really thought they were gonna open the door and see like like a yep. sex time because you, you heard those gruntings and it was yep. like what but no they they found the fungus girl uh completely covered from head to toe yeah and also um she noticed some mark of the stradivarius or something right didn't she say like she noticed a symbol or she saw a documentary on TV. She saw a documentary up. on the fungus. On the fungus. So <laughs> I know that this girl's infected with violin fungus. This is amazing. Yeah. She saw a documentary about the wood that makes a Stradivarius violin. From that, she extrapolated. <laughs> without a second thought. <laughs> without, a second, without a second of thought. Just She's just instantly. like, boom. Instant appraisal of the situation. Oh, shit. Is, always a problem this time of year. Violin <laughs> fungus taking over my friend's body. <laughs> Turning them into a melting woman. This woman looks straight up like the toxic thug from the first RoboCop. Yep. That gets exploded on the hood. Oh, she totally looks like a meal. Yeah. Yeah. It, like, it, totally. Yeah. And she drops dead, thankfully. Yep. After after a few seconds of making horrible noises, <laughs> she drops dead. She's fully gooped. Um, You've been gooped. Yeah. <laughs> I saw it in a documentary. <laughs> you could have said anything there. You yeah. could have said fucking anything. My I'm, my uncle's a, a a mushroom harvester. Right. Whatever. <laughs> I have a degree in fucking in fungi studies. <laughs> Fungusology. <laughs> Fungusology. <laughs> I don't know what the study of mushrooms is. <laughs> Oh, one of my many I'm faults. I'm going to say it's fungusology. Yeah, sounds legit to me. Uh, <laughs> I'd take that class. I would, too. I took a class that was about talking to bees. <laughs> I got a uh, 
a mushroom block for Christmas. Have you ever seen these things? Like a giant block that you spray with a mister and it grows shiitake mushrooms out of it. And then you pick those mushrooms off to eat and then you have to soak it for like four or five hours and you put it back and it'll grow more mushrooms. Whoa. Yeah. It only lasts like four or five times. Then you got to get a new one. That's magical. It was. And I ate the mushrooms off it the other day. I made fried shiitake in batter and it was delicious. Holy shit. That's really cool. I want that. (laughs) Can it make like weird, gross fungus ladies? Um, let's hope not, because <laughs> the only lady in my house would be my wife, and I don't want her to get fung- F- violin fungus. F- fungicide. Fungicized. Yeah. Uh, okay, so Kate's got this crazy idea. She wants to fight the monster with his own tools, she says. Oh, God, this made me facepalm so hard. <laughs> because I instantly thought of doing what she comes up with 20 minutes later. Everyone in the world, world would think this. Except for them. Play the fucking music backwards. Yep. Everybody said, play the music backwards. She's like, what if we do the same thing twice? <laughs> well, that's the definition of insanity. Uh, expecting a different result and repeating the same experiment. All I could think of was just like, oh, man, we had a baby. How do we get rid of this baby? I know. Let's have sex again. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's, yeah. This is not how this works. <laughs> <laughs> the house is on fire. More gasoline. Yeah, get more gas. Uh, there's matches in the drawers upstairs. Let's fight fire with fire. <laughs> and that's exactly what she's doing. So I'm surprised another Pagnini didn't come out. Like we got twins now. <laughs> I also how many gold violins are in this fucking house? Okay, there's the fake one that has a knife in it that's being used by the fake Paganini. Mm-hmm. There's the real one with a knife in it that's being used by the real Paganini. And there's the real violin that is being used by her to actually play. Mm-hmm. That's insane. That is three too many gold violins for any house. <laughs> Boo. It's the, the house the, of three gold <laughs> violins. You know, the devil's not even fucking trying anymore. <laughs> this is insane. He just challenges people to fiddle duels and loses over and over yeah. again. <laughs> I beat the devil like eight times. <laughs> Check out my gold violin collection. Uh, whatever. So she plays it regularly, and guess what? Nothing happens. Yeah, no shit. And but then old Paganini hears the music. We get a scene of him hearing the music being played, and he ignores it. <laughs> <laughs> Spooky. <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> All right. It would have been cool if we saw him get, be like, be like, and he said something. He's like, eh, she's kind of close. <laughs> eh, she's playing it kind of okay. It's, it's not bad. Uh, a little more intonation on that down. Am, am I, uh, am I Donald Pleasance? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe I am. Uh, so they walk towards the invisible barrier because they're now like, oh no, I playing it's, this forward. It's going to be it's fine. It's got to be gone. It's in. Uh, it's gone. No, it's just a foot ahead of you that you haven't walked yet. Out. <laughs> <laughs> and they get like legitimately electrocuted. Yeah. They like they have to be pulled apart because they were going to die. I, and I have no idea how they did the electric electric effects. Oh well, let me tell you, it's just like a cartoon. <laughs> it was drawn in there. <laughs> they hired Jim Davis to come in and. They wow. paid him in lasagna. <laughs> yes. So, so. <laughs> so stupid. 
So the barrier's not gone, okay? It's not. They just misjudged where they, they were. They just misjudged it. Uh, there's a lady in here whose name is Latvia or Latveria or something. <laughs> One of those... Her name is very similar to whatever the Dr. Doom's homeland is. So, uh... She, one of them says, let us go, please, Satan. <laughs> I I appreciate the please. As the devil, I really do appreciate that you said please. However. He is a stickler on manners. He, he is. So this is when she's like, hey, what if we play it backwards? So, Commence second face palm. Yeah. <laughs> so she tries, but then the music catches fire. And burns Latveria, and she's squished by an invisible wall. <laughs> that was a... <laughs> it was pretty funny. It's funny. It, it bothered me so much. It was so dumb. Which part? It's a squishing. Oh. Like the, just like... It... <laughs> because it looked so silly? Because Yes, because it's clear as day how it was done. <laughs> like you so clear. Yeah. I mean... You basically know that it's a piece of glass when so she's being crushed by nothing like that's cool like that thought and image would be cool but then when you you just see like it's like when somebody goofs and pops up right. the window here and- do not stick the face in front of it no that's the thing is like if it was the back of her head or something or whatever if you didn't see the face yep. then you wouldn't instantly get that idea of somebody pushing pushing their face against the glass and it's making like when a that dumb nutter face pushed their face against your glass door here and, and broke the damn thing <laughs> Oh my god. Oh, Congress Street. Oh, Portland. You never cease to impress me. <laughs> yes, my door is smashed in. A little bit. It uh, looks trashy. <laughs> I think it looks fucking badass. Punk, man. I think it looks badass, man, to have my big <laughs> smashed out door. Come to my crust punk comic shop. <laughs> what? You don't have a gross dog? You're not allowed in. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You need three more ass flaps to get in this place. (laughs) Where's your crass shirt that you drew with a Sharpie? Don't forget to bum me for money for food for that dog. Yeah. Oh, but I love the dog, so I'm going to give him money. Make sure he barfs on my floor when he comes in for you to play pinball. Oh, remember when there was pinball here? (sighs) Do you remember when crust punks used to come in here and, like, sack out with their dogs and play pinball? Yeah. I, uh... Crosspunk Central and uh, Kaufman was in town here. <laughs> oh my God, the Lloyd Kaufman yes. appearance at the store. Yeah, when I when <laughs> I made what a normal sane person would say is a bunch of very bad decisions, uh, and I said, "Sure, we'll shut down the store and have a party here with a bunch of crust punks and say bring your own bottles," and everybody shows up with like six packs of fucking Natty Light and they're all wasted. Turned out it was a really good idea. I'm sure I got robbed blind, but you know what? It was a great night, so fuck it. I had fun, <laughs> and I didn't steal a thing. Oh, <laughs> you totally had the opportunity. I we know. were all drunk. Yeah. Especially <laughs> Pat. Holy shit. Lloyd and Pat were wasted. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, we had to drive them back to their uh, to their hotel that night, and they were like, uh, we need to stop for milk. I think... We need to get something in our systems. <laughs> well, so you are in, like in your 80s. You probably shouldn't yeah. be partying quite this hard still. But 
Also, you're in better health than I am, so what the fuck do I know? I'm drunk. I need some milk. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's the kind of decision that you make when you're really drunk. Uh, Okay. Where were we? (laughs) Uh, Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, uh, Sorry, (laughs) talking about the door and crust punks and Lloyd Kaufman. (laughs) It's because this movie sucks and nobody wants to talk about it. We're just talking about anything else. (laughs) Anything. Okay, so... Paganini shows up and he el Kate on the head with his violin. <laughs> el and, and then he stabs oh, Sylvia. That makes me think with, of a critic now. Why <laughs> did... So, he stabs Sylvia with a violin knife. So that's Sylvia. That's the girl who's... That's the person that's who's the immortal. That's twist. She's already dead. This is her hell. She's going through it and bringing everybody else. Yeah long whatever doesn't matter why so, she get killed why does she get killed if she's still uh, whatever it doesn't matter <laughs> uh so she's been kabonged uh the paganini brings a giant contrabass case upstairs and stuffs kate into <laughs> it well it's case. not even <laughs> it's not even a real case it's, it's like so hilarious it's it, it reminded me of, you know those, like, magic kits you could buy when yes! you were a kid? They had the magic yes! tricks in it. This is, like, on a grand scale. Like, fool your friends. They'll disappear when you put them in this normal cello case. That doesn't look like a cello case at all. <laughs> and that looks like a big, squarish thing with a trap door in the back. And that's the thing about it, was that you you produce this clearly fake prop from out of nowhere, and you're like, ha Clearly fake props, so we're like, oh, I bet they're going to do something special and magical with this. Nope. Nope. We're going to set fire to we're it. We're going to treat it just like a normal... Uh, they don't even set fire. They, they they set fire inside it. Yeah. She kind of... Uh, yeah, this whole scene is ridiculous. But yeah, uh, yeah, they could have just had a normal cello case, open it up, because you don't see her get shoved in, as I mentioned earlier. Nope. Like, you just see Pagnini's cape, and, yeah. and I'm watching this and be like... <laughs> And he's, like, lifting her lifeless body, and he's going to put it in there. She's unconscious. And I'm just like, she's not going to fit in there. But then you just see it from behind. You just see the flowing cape blocks, everything, and the door yeah. shut. So I'm like, oh, okay. I thought I thought he was going to try to get her in there with the neck so that oh, her head too, was in too, there. Oh, me too, me at first. I thought it was supposed <laughs> to be that her head was going to fit in there like a fucking cartoon. Yep. But no. Like a cat stuck in a bottle in a, in a Warner <laughs> yes, Brothers cartoon. Exactly. Uh, but no, that wasn't the way it worked. So... He's outside playing a lovely song on the violin. And once he starts playing, that starts making uh, her get really hot. It starts burning her yep. inside with, like, ghost fire. Yes. And she wakes up and she's like, oh, ghost I, fire. I got such a fucking Kevin Sorbo vibe from this thing. This was, like, 100% like that scene from Hercules where Kevin Sorbo reads his stage direction out loud. Where he says, Disappointed! She's there, and she says, burning! <laughs> I was like, that's a stage direction. Yes. Okay, okay, here's the thing. You're getting really hot. And action. Hot! <laughs> burning. I'm so Her hot! Line is burning! burning. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, I, I told you to act like you're burning, not say you're burning. <laughs> so... The sun comes up. And this is the part that cracked me up. What? Uh, all of a sudden, the sun comes up, and Pagnini just stops playing because he's like, oh, fuck the sun! <laughs> and he, he poofs like a Dracula and leaves a, a treble clef on the ground in, in dust. Yeah. And and to make to make matters worse, um, there's a clock right behind him that says seven. Like, he just, like... I, 
didn't pay attention to the time, or is this all like yeah part of the the wheel that keeps going? Like, I don't know. That's the problem. Nothing makes sense. I so and they don't care if it doesn't make sense. No, they sense they really don't all. care. So it's unapologetically dumb. I mean, <laughs> so I, I mean, in retrospect, I'm guessing that the reason is that this is the time that it resets. Yeah, and the house resets for all of this shit, but. At the time, it's like, why? He's been outside, so it's not the sun. He has been out in the sun playing violin in the front yard. Wasn't it kind of bluish? (laughs) Who knows? (laughs) This movie is shot so poorly. How the fuck would you know whether it's night or day? All I know is it cracked me up. It just made me think of like a vampire who didn't account for daylight savings. (laughs) (laughs) And he's like, oh, shit, the sun, what the fuck? It's only, oh, balls. (laughs) (laughs) Are we in a daylight saving state? Shit. shit. Uh, But yeah, just his death really cracked me up. Yep. Mm. Uh, (laughs) His violin catches fire. The sheet music bleeds. Kate falls out of the case pretty much all right, I guess. She's just a little toasty. Kate grabs the violin and smashes it into the ashes, destroys the ashes and the violin. <laughs> uh, how she knew that those ashes were him, I will never know. Yeah. But uh, it's so dumb. It's like a vampire turning to ash and just leaving like a bat shape. Right. <laughs> it's so dumb. It's like it's like imagine like Batman fighting for Gotham City and there's a giant riot and people are dying all around him and he paints a giant flaming bat on the side of a Oh wait. <laughs> That happened in one of the biggest budget movies ever. <laughs> was that one of the Nolan ones? That was, that was the last Nolan oh, movie. He is the worst. <laughs> He's the worst. Anyway, so so a car pulls up. Sylvia steps out. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's Sylvia's. It's her. That girl. She's not dead. For some reason, now Donald Pleasance is here. For some reason, uh, and we find out that Sylvia, who I honestly don't remember who she was in this or had or went when. Uh, for some reason, I just misplace her in my brain. I think she was the mean lady who was the producer, but not the same producer from the beginning. No, I think she was the mean lady producer from the beginning. Okay, maybe but with I'm blonde hair. Why wouldn't they keep her hair brunette? Like, oh, I don't know. I thought she was brunette. I don't remember anything. Yeah. Whatever. This movie doesn't make any fucking no. sense. No. So Who we cares? find out that Sylvia is the girl that killed her mom in that house in the beginning. And for that crime, I guess she keeps spinning around like a wheel. And this keeps resetting. Uh, and she asks um, Kate if she played the music backwards. Like She's like, did you play it? And she's like, no. She's like, oh, guess we're spinning around in circles again. Like... But you were there. Why wouldn't you have s- suggested that? Are you not like... <laughs> She's not allowed to? I don't know. She doesn't remember. Also, that child was portrayed as a sociopath with yeah. no feelings. So why would watching a bunch of people murdered in a house even fucking matter to her? Why would that be her hell? Mm-hmm. That's not a big deal. She doesn't give a shit about other people. No. So that wouldn't be her hell. Her hell would be like not being able to have dessert or something. <laughs> unless unless she wasn't a sociopath and she 
was possessed by Pagnini because she was playing his music in the beginning. Maybe like she did that against her will. Then why is Satan involved? What the fuck's going on here? Somebody's got to chuck them little demon <laughs> stimulus checks out to everybody. <laughs> uh, okay, so Donald Pleasance basically admits that he's Satan here. Um, and whatever. It's so cheesy, too. Like, what's your name? Maybe, I, maybe my name's Mr. Pickett. Or maybe I don't have a name. Or maybe I have thousands of names. <laughs> yeah, but, okay. but like, is it is it one of those? But is is it, it one of those? Is it one of those options? Could you choose one? Could, could you tell me what to call you? <laughs> they call me... Okay, Pickett's fine. Terrence. <laughs> um, so, Some call me... Tim. <laughs> so, okay. This is my favorite line here. Because... So she's like... Oh, hey. I survived... So I must have, I must not have done anything. So I must be good to leave. I must be fine. And Donald Pleasance is like, no, I don't like people who sell their souls for money and success and then stabs her. What the fuck? That's literally all Satan likes. That's like his whole big fucking deal is people selling their soul for fame. (laughs) And she didn't though. No, she never did. What did you? How? She never signed the 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 freaking what do you call that crossroads devil contract for talent thing? No, the drummer brought the fucking piece and said, "Hey, here's a piece by Paganini. Let's play it." Yeah, that's not exactly saying, "Would you like to sell your soul to the devil?" She never signed on the dotted line anywhere in this bullshit. <sighs> it just doesn't care, and it's like, okay, you're stabbed in the gut. I guess what? She's gonna wake up at night to torment that new family of. What is, what's he called? Vultures or snakes? De- de- right. Den of snakes. Yeah. Den of snakes. <laughs> that was so weird. I, I, yeah. So, again, this is like Satan being like, aha, here's your torture. Stab to death. And you die instantly. <laughs> imagine, he is not the master of torture that no. he's been painted to be. Imagine, imagine the writer telling his friends about this movie. And then this happens. What do you think of that twist? His friend's like, what? What twist? What twist? Yeah. <laughs> you know, he's a, he, he stabs her so like, because he's the, the the little demon devil guy and now she's in the wheel. Uh, yeah, I didn't pick that up on the first read through. Maybe it'll maybe it'll read in the movie when you actually shoot it. Yeah, probably. Oh no, no, it didn't. <laughs> nope, nope. Just the fact that he melts into the shape of a treble clef. <laughs> that is so. Stupid. Who? Wh- it's it's too stupid. <laughs> this movie breaks the goofy meter like fifteen times, but 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 plays it straight. Oh, it's never absolutely. like a naked. That's like a naked no. gun thing, but it's played super straight. <laughs> and again, this is where I I wonder if Luigi Cosi, what if he's a genius? That is my that is my one worry is that he might be a fucking genius, and this is hilarious. This whole thing <laughs> is just him playing a prank on everyone in the world. You should write him. I, I want to know. I need to know. Do it. I mean, Jesus. You have good success reaching out to people. That's true. I'm I'm mostly afraid to talk to him because <laughs> he seems insane. Uh, but in watching that interview, it's going to be a real shock to you, but uh, this movie was made with drug money. uh something happened and he was like he wound up going to columbia and he was like met with these people and was like uh maybe some of this money is going to be from 
you know, some places that are not strictly legal. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, okay. Okay. <laughs> cool. I, I want to make movies. I like making movies. <laughs> I, what blew my mind about this is that this is the first Luigi Cozy movie that wasn't just a direct ripoff of some other movie that I've seen. Mm-hmm. Like, I literally this is the only one i've ever seen that wasn't just directly every scene stolen from something else maybe i just don't know the movie he's stealing from here yep but it was at least an original concept yeah and the thing is like this could have been a really neat movie too like uh like a, in the, in the night of the demons vibe yeah you know what i mean there could have been cool supernatural kills or or pagnini could have been more like a freddy or an angela from night of the demons like the potential is there yeah, for like a cool I agree. thing but they just t- it's just dumb. <laughs> it's just soft. This movie is soft. It's every single option. Every time that they had an op- like, they were given these opportunities to be like, here's a fucking like Judas Priest band. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like a black leather man of war looking band that's like, yes, we want to summon Satan. <laughs> Somebody plays like the 24th Capriccio on like yeah. the 24th fret of their their shred guitar. You're like, oh man, this is crazy. Not the arpeggio of sin. Right. <laughs> yes, that one. That one. It's a sweep arpeggio and it's really easy, but it sounds really complicated. Uh, um, yeah. So that would be amazing. I would love that. And then, you know, your Paganini comes in and has at least kills that make sense. Yeah. He killed everyone exactly the same way. Wor- the worst sin is repetitive kills. And this one, he kills everyone the same way. And the guy playing him in the video kills people the same way that yeah. he are. So we don't even see anything original in the movie about the movie. And then we don't even get like a victory. Like they don't even take him out. Fucking no. Sun comes up and he's just like, "Oh crap! <laughs> Whoops! <laughs> it's Ta- treble clef time. <laughs> time! Time to transform into a treble clef <laughs> until I come back." <laughs> yes. Oh. I'll be back tomorrow. <laughs> and what did what did Paganini do to deserve this? Oh right, he sold his soul for fame. <laughs> he- yeah, that makes sense. Okay. And, uh, but Paganini and, literally did that. He literally, there was a contract, and it like it was signed in blood. And I love too that there's like this goes every night. Like now we get to torment this new family. Like does a new family move in there every day? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so that's the other thing. They're killing six people a day in this house. <laughs> I mean, they were still they were they they even talked about renting it out for a half day the next day. Like they had to know people were moving in there. <laughs> We're gonna get we're gonna imagine, get twelve you, tomorrow. Imagine you buy a house and it's like moving day, and you get to your new house and there's a rock band playing, and they're like, oh, "We'll be done. We all, we only rented it for like a half day." <laughs> the ah. house is filled with your fucking fog machine shit. <laughs> I can't even breathe in my own new house. That's that's gonna come in handy later when he wants to kill people. Though. Yeah. Oh my god! Wow, what a movie. Yeah, thanks, dude. I'm sorry. <laughs> thanks, Michelle. <laughs> this is really Michelle's fault. Yeah. Let's blame her. I just did. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, well, we'll do something better next week. This was terrible. We'll do the Paganini Horror 2. That <laughs> <laughs> uh, does not exist. <laughs> no. Shockingly, it doesn't exist. Luckily, I have like $100 in credit at uh, Abraxas, so I can find something awesome for next week. So that'll be great. 
Um, but until then, you can follow us at Funbox Monster Podcast and at Coast City Comics. And you can purchase things at yes. Coast City Comics where we are sitting right now. Yes, there's tons of fun things you can buy on CoastCityComics.com, like an official Funbox Monster Podcast t-shirt. That is so true. And all sorts of other things. And also, um, he told me not to shout him out on the podcast, so I'm going to shout this person out fakely. But, uh, man, we got an amazing... I got an amazing gift from a podcast listener who who listens to the show, and he gave me the most amazing jacket I've ever seen in my entire life. Uh, Tommy Wiseau's actual... <laughs> label uh signed by tommy Wiseau jacket it is it has a place of honor in my house and i'm so happy <laughs> this, this is like one of the coolest things i've ever gotten in my life and because you know matt usually gets people sending him tapes and uh yeah and pieces of art and so i you know listen i'm surrounded by an awesome store i don't really <laughs> need gifts but you know it the thought really moved me quite a lot so thank you so thank you <laughs> yes. for moving my friend <laughs> <laughs> and uh and you can follow matt at, at matt awkward vhs fiend and uh check out the video vagrants facebook group uh for lots of fun stuff there yeah do that and uh and also if anybody has suggestions of things that we should do i would love to have some of those too because you know sometimes i just make random decisions where i'm like i've never seen this before like the paganini horror and i go <laughs> Yeah, how bad could it be? And then the, the, <laughs> <laughs> and the answer is, oh, really? It's the same scene over and over for an entire hour. How do we talk about that? Oh, yeah. uh, we can't. Oh, great. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, it's. I still say Ghoulies Two is like the strangest uh, hard one for us to do. That was a strange one. Yeah. But that was also when we were very green to it too. Yes, we hadn't we hadn't done this a lot. Yeah, so now we've done it a bunch. So thanks for coming along, everybody. Yeah, thank <laughs> you. It it's so awesome. I I love the fact that people actually listen to this. Yeah, uh, I had a I had a bunch of comments this week where people had been like, "Hey, where did the where did the cold opens go?" And I was like, "Oh." I, I deleted it by accident because, uh, <laughs> again, one of the things that you get with the Funbox Monster podcast is amateur stuff. <laughs> amateur production, amateur acting, amateur everything. You know, what are you going to fucking do? But, I mean, this, fuck, we're watching on 90 episodes. Are we still amateur at this point? Oh, shit. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're not getting paid for it, so yeah. we're amateurs. And we never will, god damn it. No. I'm not going to put ads in this thing. No, no. The, ugh, I hate them so much. We Mad Magazine style up in here. We yeah. old Mad Magazine style. Yeah. We William Gaines still alive <laughs> Mad Magazine style up in here. Oh, poor William Gaines. <laughs> oh, what would he think? What would he think of this new Mad Magazine? He wouldn't. He would be sad. Yes. Oh, Nobody God. likes a sad William Gaines. No. Oh, God. All right. Well, yeah. we're going to end this. We're going to go home, and I'm going to edit this thing, and then we'll put it out. Sweet. All right. Well, thank you, Matt. Thank you for having me. Yeah. <laughs> Always a pleasure. <laughs> Even when we do. Even when it's the freaking Paganini <laughs> horror that I'm never, ever going to watch again. <laughs> ever. Uh, all right. I'm going to melt into a treble clef and go home. <laughs> I'm going to be a basement.